podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Kevin Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. With the final press conference for Dubois versus Fujimoto, live uh, on BT Sport from the Copper Box this weekend, joined by Frank Warren. How are you, Frank? Been a while? It has. You good? Yeah, all good, all good. So you got a little gift today? Yeah, I did. Don't get sulky about it. Yeah, I did. Very nice. Yeah, it's nice. Are you going to test it before you uh, drink it? Test it. Well, make sure it's still, still, you don't know there. How do you know? Like, I'll let you have a drink first. <laughs> well, I'll have a <laughs> in a minute. Love a bit of sake. Uh, Frank, talk to me about Fujimoto. A little bit unknown, but what kind of a test is this going to be for Daniel Dubois this week? Well, look, you know, he's got a, he's got a ranking in two governing bodies. Uh, Daniel's not ranked by the WBA for some reason. This He wins this fight, he'll get a ranking. Um, he's 21 and 1. He comes from a fighting background. He was a kickboxer and won some, you know, one of a version of world title doing that. Um, his only loss was eight years ago. Um, and he's, I think he's a WBO Asian heavyweight, the ultimate Asian heavyweight title there. So this is an, another another step up for him, another meaningful fight in as, in as much that, you know, as I said for a while now, one of my game plan with him is to get him into a mandatory spot by finding guys who are ranked, moving him up the ranking. So by the time all these you know, the Tyson, Wilders and Anthony Joshers get rid of their fights and and their uh, mandatory defences next year, that he's in the number one spot if he keeps winning to challenge them. You made a very bold statement in the, the press conference today saying that your man Daniel Dubois basically would beat Anthony Joshua today. I, what I actually said, I said, I fancy my man to be him and if I could make the fight, I'd make it in a heartbeat and I would. Was that different to what I just said? Well, I fancy him to beat him. I didn't say he would beat him. I said I fancy him, but I do fancy him to beat him. I think yeah. he's got all the tools. I think he's got a great jab. He's, he's a great puncher. I think he's a really good boxer. And I, and I feel that I feel he, right now in this moment in time, if he was going to fight Anthony Joshua, now's the moment to do it. And I think that it, it would be a great fight for him. But realistically, in terms well, it's of it's not going to happen. Yeah. Is it? we know that. I've just said that he's got his mandatory. But you know, I was asked a question earlier on. Of, would I make the fight? And the answer is I would. Hmm. Would I make the fight against him and Tyson Fury at the moment? No, I wouldn't. He needs a bit more ground to me for that. But next year could prove to be kind of a very crucial year for Daniel. Comes through this fight. You know, every fight for him is going to be crucial. You know, we've got to, as I said, we've got to get him in that number one spot. There are some good domestic fights to be made. You know, Joe Joyce is a great fight to be made. Joe's fighting for the European title in January against Hook. Um, you've got... Chisora's there. We already made Chisora an offer for, it, for him to fight him before they turn it down. Um, he's gone now, David Price. We made him a big offer. And you've got uh, White, Dillian White. They're all, they're all fights. I'd have no problem making them next year. Not at all. Um, let's talk about the return of uh, Tommy Fury as well after his, uh, his uh, sagas on Love Island, which I'm sure you tuned into every night, Frank. Never missed an episode. Uh, but like you said, he said, when you listen to Tommy Fury, he's, for 21, 22 years old, he's got a right sensible head on his shoulders, isn't he? He's grounded, isn't he? He's very grounded and he knows, you know, and he's sensible. He's, uh, he's seen the Love Island thing, as he, as he said himself, a great opportunity to build his profile. And it has. As a result of Love Island, he's got three million 
uh, Instagram followers. He's uh, he's well known. He's I mean, he's the fourth most Googled person in the UK. Do you know who the other three were? Um, I can't. I can't remember now. But yeah, anyway. I think Listen, one was Boris Johnson. I think. Yeah, was it? Well, who cares? I mean, I'm talking about boxing. You know, he's the fourth most. So he's he's obviously got a very high profile. And the most important thing that is important for him, but it puts a lot of pressure on him. You know, he's now coming into his third fight, and he's sitting on the top table. Yeah. He's sitting on the top table. You know, a lot of people will be looking at it. And that's an extreme amount of pressure on him when he's still learning his craft. He, had, he didn't have a lot of experience as an amateur at all. So this for him is is uh, is is going to be is going to be under under the microscope. People are going to be um, tuning in to see something a little bit special. So I just don't want the occasion to get to him. I don't think it will. But he's got to learn his craft. You know, we've got to take our time in doing it. It's not something you can rush just because of the fact he was he's well known. Mm. Um, Liam Williams and Atlantes Fox. Atlantes, yeah. Tez Fox. Um, so the winner of this will go on to fight the winner of Andrade and Luke Keeler. Winner of this will be number. Well, he is number one Fox. So he's fighting. Liam's fighting for his spot. Yeah. So if he gets that number one spot, yeah. then Andrade's due to have a mandatory. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Massive incentive there for, for Liam Williams. It is. It is. He's got. You know. He asked for it, he's got it. What angry, angry man, isn't he, Liam Williams? Mr. Angry. <laughs> Mr. Angry, yeah. Mr. Angry, yeah, he's angry, yeah. Well, don't take it out on me, and take it out on Atlantis. <laughs> That's what it's there for. Frank, um, yesterday we saw um, Anthony Joshua make a kind of a bit of a bizarre offer to, to go into... into Look, it's not happening... Tyson Fury's camp. Do you know what the better idea was for Anthony Joshua to say? Let's fight and let the fans see the fight. What do you want to go and do it in a gym for? Go and get paid for it, the both of you. Could you imagine them two sparring in a gym? If it, no, it's never going to happen, but if it did happen, can you imagine that? Why would you do that? Save it for the fight. Make the fight. Why do you think he said it, Frank, in your I've opinion? I've no idea. I think it's probably just one of those moments. Sometimes people save things, don't they? Might make, listen, he might have done it tongue-in-cheek. You know, he's got a sense of humour, hasn't he? So well, Tyson called it on, so well, come on then, let's yeah, come well, into camp. It, but, you know... You, uh, would you be happy about that if, if he I went there? I've got no problem with it, but I don't yeah. see the sense of it. What do you want to go sparring for? Behind closed doors. Let all the fans see it. Do it in a ring, get paid for it. I mean, it's been the biggest fight ever. Why do you want to do that? That's nonsense. It's stupid, ridiculous. Want to make the fight? That's the easiest fight in the world to make. Now, no one can complain. 50 50. Tyson's willing to even give him equal billing as being an undefeated fighter. They give him equal money. They can't talk about all that bullshit in the past about 60 40s, 70 30s. Just cut it down the middle. They'll have a good day at the race if they want it. But that's all down the road now because Tyson's committed to fight the two best heavyweights in the world are fighting each other in February the two best undefeated heavyweights are fighting each other in February we still haven't heard a, a formal announcement we're, we're anticipating one is due shortly Frank for yeah it'll be I think it'll be next week but it'll definitely be be done Bob Aaron was talking about uh, an announcement like we've never heard before so no we've not, we not heard it <laughs> No, he's just kind of wait, it, promising wait. some extravaganza yeah, it, around it. There will be some extravaganza around it, so we're all looking forward to it. But when, obviously, we spoke to Bob the other day, this the date's been put out there, Frank, Feb 22nd. It's on. Yeah. It's on, and it, it'll be confirmed, and tickets go on sale. Whenever you say it's on. Uh, it's, it's on, but why it's on, it's not. Yeah, absolutely. But um, his next two fights could be that same fight, couldn't it? Yeah. Tyson's, yeah. Yeah, could be, so that's him tied up. 
for the next six, seven months. Yeah. Did you buy his Christmas uh, some? Say again? Did you buy Tyson's Christmas some? Well, him and Robbie? Yeah. Did it's you? not playing it. It's on all the time. <laughs> he's, 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 doing, he's done a Christmas some, WWE. Uh, yeah, I was there for the WWE. And he's got, and he's got, and he's got the, uh, the, 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 what is it? The autobiography? Yes, absolutely. It's enough to make Prince, Prince Andrew sweat. Oh, well, he's, uh, he's doing all right. He's, he's doing ready all right. to go. Um, Frank, obviously, I haven't spoke to you t- uh, for the last couple of weeks or so, but just wanted your kind of thoughts on Anthony Joshua winning back his titles from Andy Ruiz. He, he boxed brilliantly. He did what he had to do. You know, he, he came in very light, and that tells you straight away what his game plan was going to be to get on the back foot and work off his jab, and that's what he did. The other fella obviously made his job easier by coming in, a, was it 16 pounds heavier than he was the last time round, just to come in as a fat slob and never trained, and admittedly said, you know, his own admission, never trained properly, and, he, and I mean, that showed he had no legs. He's got fast hands, as we know, but he had no legs, and I thought he was a disgrace. I mean, you know, won the world heavyweight title and showed no respect to for the title or any respect for the fans, uh, but that's that, and the end of the day, AJ did what he had to do and come back with a belt, so you've got to take your hat off to him for that. Mm. Yeah, it was a, a, a fight a lot of people kind of saw it going either way with, with well, what happened in the first fight. Once he got on those fight. scales, yeah. it was only ever going to go one way, weren't it? You know, you knew he hadn't trained and all the, all the rumours were true. Mm. But like you said, fair play to Joshua, he went there, done the job. Done and, what he had to yeah. do. You can't, he's, he's a professional. He trained hard for the fight and, you know, and his tactics were on, but obviously they were helped by a fella who was like, Looked like he was wading through porridge. <laughs> Looked like he ate a lot of porridge anyway. Frank, um, we saw that Canelo Alvarez has vacated his, yep. his world title. Um, implications for Anthony Yard for this? Yeah, you know, I didn't think he was going to do it this soon, but Anthony uh, is going to be back in action early next year, so he's going to be out. Against Vlasov? Is that that's what that's we're the trying plan. to do? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan, yeah. Okay, and will that, could that lead to a straight shot at that title? It could do, but we've got to get it on first. So we just we're quite close to it. So fingers crossed, we get it on and we're ready to go. Yeah, was there was there a plan for Anthony Yard to come back before? Obviously not this. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I, I wanted to get him out, but there was a reason why, and I'm not going to go into it. But he couldn't. So he's uh, he's getting he, he's uh, he, we'll be making an announcement probably the first week of January as to what his plans will be. You've got an announcement soon regarding kind of your future with BT etc. We got we're doing an announcement in January, we're announcing all our what we got coming up. We hope by then we have everything concluded so we can do that and what's happening also with us and BT. Any uh, surprises coming? Not for me. <laughs> for us? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah maybe. Frank I've oh lights on. Uh, Frank sure. wanted to ask you about Tyson Fury also departing ways with Ben Davison and yeah. now going to uh, Sugar Hill, who's the nephew of Manuel Stewart. Frank, your thoughts on that? Were you surprised? Uh, I was surprised, but at the end of the day, um, you know, they parted amicably. They both said what they've had to say on the matter, and Tyson is where he's at, and he's decided that that's what he wants to do. So, you know, that is it. He's the guy who's getting in the ring. He's the one. He's, you know, whatever you. Whatever you want, anybody wants to think about Tyson. The one thing he knows about is boxing, and at his age, you know, he's—I don't think anyone's going to teach him too much. They might improve a bit of t- technique, maybe I don't know. But he's a, an astute scholar of boxing. Um, I'm sad to see that they split up because I think it's been a, a, a great 
team, all of us, you know, working together, and certainly them two, they had a good rep. Uh, good rapport between the two of them but it is what it is and you move on and just focus on the 22nd he hasn't got a lot of time to prepare so everything's got to be done right and, and move forward in a positive manner whenever there is a split people always love to jump on the bandwagon and find out what's gone on and kind of make it into a conspiracy theory but by the sounds of it they've just done what's best for both of them yeah, in that situation that's it and they made their statements and that's it Hope, who knows they might start working together again in the future you never know in this business not all splits have to be kind of negative do they Frank no me and Billy Joe wasn't negative. Well, in general, just people kind of jump to it, don't they? Yeah. Um, all right, Frank, have you got anything else you'd uh, yeah, like to get like wish all your, all your uh, viewers and subscribers and everything a very happy Christmas. And don't forget to watch the show on Saturday on BT or if you've got a ticket, live. Four days. How the tickets gone for Copper Box, Frank? They've gone very well. I yeah. expect it to be sold out. Okay. All right, Frank, thank you very much for your time, and uh, we'll catch a word with you after the show on uh, Saturday, and you can give us your best verse. We're asking everyone to do that, by the way, Frank. To give what? Just one verse of a Christmas carol on Saturday. On Saturday? Yeah, after the fights. Everyone's got to do it. It's for the kids, Frank. What kids? Just the kids. (laughs) You've got to do it, Frank. Of course I'll do it. All right, thank you very much, Frank Warren. All right. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.